Welcome to Semi-Qualified Queens, a show where we talk about all things drag because we're semi-qualified to speak on it. I'm Cynthia Kiss, and today Juicebox is out of office at Disneyland, so I'm here with a very, very special guest helping run the show. She's an absolute talent. She's a literal pop star. She's not a newborn, but she definitely is. Baby! Oh, that I! <laughs> that was a really good intro. That was really good. <laughs> Thank you. I was thinking about it last night. I was like, how do I do a little baby joke here? Did you like that? I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> oh my God. So normally at the top of each episode, Juicebox and I chit chat, check in with each other, how our week has been. So I want to do the exact same thing with you. Okay. How the hell are you, baby? I'm really good. I'm really good. Um, I've had some really exciting things happening. Obviously, like just fresh off the season. It's quite like hectic. So I'm just doing everything. I'm working with you hard and just enjoying like my new little like career transition. Yeah, I'm doing good. How are you doing? Doesn't it go doesn't it go from zero to a hundred so quickly? Yeah, no, literally like it was just like one day they just did a cast announcement and like tens of thousands of people who just knew who I was and I was like, oh okay. <laughs> this, this is mm-hmm. a lot. No. It's so insane and like you're so lovable and you wanna you wanna run forward with every opportunity. So it's it's almost like do you ever get paralyzed by too many opportunities? No, I never get paralyzed by too many opportunities. I think I'm quite good at knowing what I want and knowing what I want to do. So I have like a rough guideline. I'm not strict with it, but I have like a rough direction of where I want to go with things. And that kind of helps me. Because I feel like some people kind of go off the season of drag racing and kind of go like, oh, I don't know what I want to do. And it's like, no, bitch, like you need to know what you need to do. Because you spend the next like six months like getting your life together, basically. But yeah, yeah I'm good. There's no time like the present. Yeah. And I think in the era we live in, not only just with like social media, but with also so many franchises of drag race, you really have to have laser focus as far as your intention as an artist. Mm. And that's something that I gravitated towards you, baby, right from the jump. I could tell you knew who you were on the show, off the show. And it's just so exciting to watch you and have you here today on Semi-Qualified for you, Bobby. And all of our Patreon supporters, you get to see Baby in full drag right now. Like, I feel like I'm cheating. I'm, I'm like, oh my god, I all of a sudden need to like slap on some no, makeup. No, listen to me. Because you answered the calls and I was like, this bitch is in the face. I was like, traitor! I was like, you traitor! <laughs> I literally realized that. I was like, oh shit, I didn't, I, I, we didn't talk about that. I was like, oh god. Semi-qualified queens, baby. Semi-qualified. I'm literally obsessed with you. That's why you're a pro and I'm semi-qualified. <laughs> so baby... I would say your elimination, or rather resignation, on like that, yeah. Drag Race UK season mm-hmm. four was the gag of the season. What was it like watching that back on the telly? It was really, it was weird. I think because obviously we filmed it so long ago, then I watched mm-hmm. it back, I think, in critiques. Watching critiques that episode was really hard for me. I did cry a little bit. Um, because I kind of just brought yeah. back like, all the things that I was feeling. And obviously, like, I kind of tried to just distance myself from it as much as possible because it was very, like, traumatising. Because obviously, like, I have to kind of watch the episode now to kind of see how things get edited and see how I'm coming across. And, like, I kind of just like, sat there and kind of, like, bared through it. And then, um, you know, my boyfriend was watching it. We did the watch a musical. And he was like, you were in the bottom for this. I was like, bitch, I know. Like, why? <laughs> like... Literally, why? Yeah, no, but it was just like, what? He was like, because obviously he knew I was going to be in the bottom. He was like, really? I was like, yeah. He was like, oh, okay. I was like, yeah. So, um. It was cool though. It was fine. I think now that it's out there in the world, 
I feel so much better. And obviously with all the love that everybody's been giving me and everyone's been so sweet and so understanding and so respectful of me and like my mental health journey is that's really good. Yeah, it's good. Hang out. I thought it was I thought it was one of the first times on the show that we witnessed a queen almost define boundaries that typically maybe would have been ignored. Like I think in that reality TV space, you almost like you put all these like boundaries to the side and yeah. you become like the shell of a person. Yeah. So I thought it was actually very commendable for you to Thank say, you. um, hi, I'm not okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I wasn't like, I really was, if you ask like any of the girls, but like, I was going through it. Like, that wasn't like a secret, you know what I mean? Like I would just, when the mm-hmm. cameras are on, I have a job to do, I'm professional. So I will suck it up and I'll put on my big girl panties and do what I need to do. But actually I'm not doing well right now. And it got to a point yeah. where I was like, I'm not happy. I'm dragging myself through this. It's starting to impact my ability to even do drag in the first place now because I'm so stressed constantly. It's just like, there's no point in continuing to be here because I'm just like this. So, I'm at home. Because uh. <laughs> <laughs> I would say the experience, it's unlike anything else as far as um, filming this show. It's, it's definitely the most back-to-back-to-back drag I've ever done. Yeah in this way that you know is going to be seen by thousands like the pressure yes. while you're in there yes. was it get was it getting to you or was there was there other things at play it was it was just so much other stuff. i think for me like being in back to back to back drag for me i don't mind it like i'm sometimes got was like well like four or five shows a week like sometimes it's just busy got to be like fine she has fine yeah but then being there i think you know being in the hotel room by yourself not having your phone not having communication with the queens, at, at least, you know what I mean? Like, do you have communication with nobody other than the production of Drag Race? So, like, it's hard to kind of, like, have that relationship and get that kind of, like, support that you need because like, at the end of the day, like, their job is to make sure that showrunners, they are called showrunners for a reason. Do you get what I mean? So, like, yeah. again, with boundaries, feeling like I have to kind of, like, set aside my feelings for the record of the show. It's just like, mm, like... Mm-hmm. No, it's so true. I trauma, I trauma blocked, I trauma blocked so much of it, but you putting me back there, it's like, they take your phone away, yeah. you don't have any access. Yeah, you do like 14 hour days, like hardly yeah. any sleep, and then it's like, right, make me laugh. I'm like, bitch, I'm going to have a panic attack. I cannot make you laugh right now. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, make you laugh. I'm just trying to breathe. Yeah, literally. <laughs> like, girl. I'm like, give me a minute. Just give me a minute. Give me a minute. Now, I have this video of you performing Charlie's XCX song, Baby, living in my head rent-free. It's on YouTube as I was creeping you a bit. I just, I, I was, I saw this video and I cannot stop thinking about it. You are such an incredible performer. You. Have you always had a love for the stage? Always, 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 always. So I think my parents say that, um, you know, Keenan and Kel on Nickelodeon? Yes. So that like the intro, the coolio thing's got ah, oh, here it is. And I was like two, like sprinting into the living room, like bit just win it, like always like kind of bust a little move. And then my mum was like, I think you wanna dance and perform and things. I wanna put you in acting class. I think I was like eight when I started performing and stuff. So I was always like acting, then the dancing, then like tap dance and street dance and jazz and drama and singing, less than piano, less than guitar. Also you need to be great at school. That's why I have anxiety because I'm good at lots of things. I have options. Um <laughs> so like I get that. We did all the things, but like I'm glad that like I put the amount of effort and work into it now because I like that I perform at a high standard. I really enjoy that about my drag. Because obviously like drag aesthetics and makeup and that like you can 
get the finance and you can get the advice but I feel like when you're on stage you are responsible for that yourself and no one else can do that for you so I feel like even though like, my makeup could be better I'm glad that as a performer I'm solid and that I will never be worried about working no exactly I always say the girls who are strong performers they keep working they're always called back they bring a show they entertain a room and baby you've got that thank you I also love your name. Juicebox and I, when the, the cast was announced, yeah. we were obsessed with your name. I use the slang term baby yeah. all the time. Right, okay. I call my partner my yeah. baby. And I'm just like, you know what you're doing. You're a marketing genius. You're like, it's already on your tongue. But some people have literally been like, the marketing's terrible. We can't find your social media. And I'm just like, well, like, I want the kind of fans that will take the time to try and find your social media. I'm not that hard to find. Preach. You're going to be like, yeah. SQQDs, you already are following her, but if you're not, please give Baby a follow. Yeah. Find her on socials. BBY.LDM, let's go. There it is, Baby London. <laughs> um, now, you know these queens from season four extra well, mm-hmm. so if you've ever got any semi-qualified tea, our SQQDs would absolutely love it. Are you ready to dive in and recap episode nine of Drag Race UK season four? I am so ready. Let's get into it. Bam, baby. All right, we're back in the workroom and no one has gone home. It's a double save of the season. Um, in my eyes, it should have been, the double save should have been you and Dakota. That's just a known fact at this point, yeah. That's yeah. just facts. Yeah. That's just me spitting Bible. <laughs> um, what did we think of the double save? I personally don't really get it, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, I mean, don't even know what they turned it, but... Um, I don't know. I feel like there's there's surely a reason in production why there was a double save at that point. Like I don't know what it is, but there must be. There must be. Like just yeah, it's just a bit random to me. But like go off. Like love all them lot. And now this is me being nosy, and you can always say Cynthia, just stop. But do you think Jombers the whole run had a little bit of love from production? Was there was there a little bit of favoritism? I don't think so. I mean, while I was there, I don't no. think so. No, I think. Okay, cool. Um. No, definitely not jumpers. No, I don't. Didn't... I mean, <laughs> no. Listen, okay. Oh. No, not jumpers. What I'm, th- what I'm thinking is like, did they favor a queen and then save them? And well, they had okay. They had the ones that they liked. Yeah, I was one of them. Obviously, like, I'm amazing. Um, so like, I don't know. There was it in like in the favoritism, like just a little bit like, even like girl group challenge, for example. My neon runway yeah. was horrible. I hate that neon runway. I thought it was so bad, but. Because I would, because I turned it and I was likable in the challenge. They were just like, "You look beautiful tonight, and you, you look amazing, and this, this is great." Like it's a little bit too much, but like you're a star. Like just like, you know what I mean? Like, and I was like, "No, like this is terrible. Like you should have dragged me." Like, yeah, no. the same thing happened to me. The episode I won Snatch Game, hmm. like the runway wasn't like it wasn't bad, but it also wasn't almost on the level they were speaking about it but because they want it to make sense for an episode you have to you know just kind of kind of tweak the facts so i wasn't i'm glad to hear that production was giving you love the whole time because you are such a strong performer and that's where sometimes it just makes sense I, i i love the runways but i always question if they are weighted the same as challenges i felt like on my season they actually were really? because we had a lot of fashionistas uh, okay. and then there'd be times where I was slaying in a, in a challenge, mm. I was pulling a baby and it was like, it was almost, it wasn't one for one. So it's interesting how each season can kind of, it can kind of change. Now Danny's gutted because 
they didn't win the challenge last week. It actually went to Cheddar Gorgeous. Um, I thought she looked. I thought she looked great. Didn't you? Did you like Danny's ruffle look last week on the runway? That blue kind of column neckline. I thought it was really cool. I really Me liked too. it. Yeah, I really liked the silhouette and the shape of it. Like, yeah, no, Danny's my baby. I love Danny anyway. But um, yeah, no, I thought that was a really something look for Danny. Like, like, I, I get, like, I get why, but I'm still a bit like. Mm. Yeah. It was one of those. It was one of those where I'm like, I don't know. Is it? Does it give it to Cheddar? Did you? Get it? I mean, it's Cheddar and Danny's season. It like is. they're both cleaning the floor. Yeah, no, it is. Like yeah. it's, it's wild. Was that the energy in the room while you were there? Yes. Like. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like I'm like very intuitive and very like sensitive to things around me. Mm-hmm. So I noticed that and shit, and I'm like, hold on, that's weird. Like even um. And I, I told Cheddar this, even like the story in Cheddar, but they were like, Cheddar, you look amazing. I was like, why are you lying? Why are you lying to her? I was like, no. I was so like, no. I saw her cutting the foam and she stuck it on the leotard and some glitter. Then the hemline wasn't even yeah. there. I was like, Cheddar, don't get me wrong. She dressed it nice and she styled it well. That she did her thing, makeup go off. But that look, the way the judges were talking about it, and I was like, you just don't want her to go home. And you know that if she's in the bottom like that, she's going to have a lipstick because she might get oh, sent home and you need her. So, <laughs> and they do need that because Cheddar is fucking iconic. Cheddar is iconic. Like, I feel like Cheddar <laughs> needed to be there, but because I could see it and I was like, bitch. Yeah. I was, they were like, we're going to split the two groups up now. Why? Why is this happening now? <laughs> Why is this happening now? What do you mean? <laughs> Baby like, knows all. No, it makes no sense. I couldn't believe it. I remember standing there and I was like, I was like, so what? You're going to split the groups now? I can't even get a solo win. I'm here with Dakota. Like, fine. I love Dakota. But like, yeah. What, What's going on? Mark as groups, but then you're splitting mm. it up, and then it doesn't make sense. And then two plus two equals nine, apparently, and we're having a great time. Yeah, no, exactly. Baby's got the calculator. She knows what's going on. Oh, God, the mathing, mathing. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So, so you can feel that. I, I love that. That intu- that intuition when you're there, and it's it's kind of it's a mind fuck because sometimes it's it can't be acknowledged in your confessionals That's... because it's it's all run by the production yeah. team so it's you almost have to smile through it yeah. and that can actually be that's it's kind of gaslighting right yeah like no, just... yeah 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 <laughs> yeah <laughs> no i'm sitting in my nba stop it i'm sitting in my nba bag <laughs> okay wait, 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 wait. cynthia see i'm telling you when i get too nosy when i get too nosy but it's a new day in the workroom and the queens find out the maxi challenge for the week it's the general erection roast mm-hmm. and black pepper is not having it it's like the third comedy challenge in a row and if you're not a comedy queen like i, I empathize with black pepper in this moment because it's like she has so many strengths she's such a strong queen but she knows she's not a comedy girl well that's how i felt as well and i was feeling it and i was like oh, i was like oh, so we've done girl group we've had a semi challenge already yeah we've done um, there's gonna be what snatch game and some more acts and stuff and then like a roast and like, i knew it was coming and it was like there's no point, no point yeah ever. it's like it's it's kind of that's when it starts to cater it becomes a queen season. Yeah. Like it's like, okay, clearly we want certain it's queens kind of, yeah. to shine. Yeah. To really, really shine. Yeah. Now you mentioned Snatch Game. Um, we did did we did not get to see a Snatch Game character from Baby. No. What would we have seen? I was debating like Gordon Ramsay, because it would have been ridiculous. Oh my god, amazing. But it also probably would have been very bad. So I'm glad I didn't do it. <laughs> 
<laughs> he's quite a he's quite cranky. So you just really you could really just like be mad on the stage. I think he's hilarious, but also like I hilariously cranky. That's I what say. I mean. Yeah, but I just don't have the comedic chops like that. Like. And I'm not too proud to admit it. I'm not gonna be like, no, no, it would have been good. It would have been terrible. And I would have been in the bit. I would have been. I would have been literally against Pepper for my life that week if you both were there. Yeah. Know thyself. I always say, when in doubt, be self-aware. Oh, and uh, you know, you, you gotta. So it's important to know that that's how it would have gone. Well, that's very big of you, baby. Thanks. But I mean, I I, I gotta see Gordon Ramsay someday. I want you to give that to us. It was not. I had the chef white. And like the blonde little bowl cut, like I really like, I was really gonna commit to the bit. It would have been so bad, but I would have, I would have been in the look, but I would have tried. Like, <laughs> I'm obsessed. Oh my goodness! But here's the thing with a roast: the order of a roast is quite important because yes. depending on the the quality of your material, where you stand in the lineup, like it, it's all make or break. And because Black Peppa and JB were the bottom of last week, they actually get to dole out who goes in mm. which order. And it's quite interesting to see them taking this so seriously. The two are off to the side in the workroom and they're humming, they're hawing. It's like, where would you want to go, baby, in this lineup? What would what would you say to the girls? What would you be like, put me here, put me there? Ah, uh, yeah, oh, I'm interesting. I feel like at that moment in time, if someone had asked me, where do you want to be in the verse? I'd be just like, shoot me in the head. Like, don't ask me that. <laughs> don't, just put me somewhere. And let me just bomb it. Yeah. Like, I would have been so just like, there's no point yeah. in doing this. Yeah. You're like, the roast should just be about me. And That's like, it. don't let me go. But the outside perspective of it, like, I could be like mm-hmm. a little, like, middle, like, I don't know, like, yeah. I would, I think, to be fair, I think if I had, like, really gotten into my jokes and I really had time to flesh them out, I could have done a little opening. Yeah. I could have done a little soft launch of the, yeah. of the night and I would have been happy with that. Well, baby, I like that point because I think that's what they thought they were intending to do with Danny going first. Mm. But they, they completely ignored the fact that Danny is such a strong comedian and for to let Danny go first, it literally... Like we'll get into it when we talk about the performances, but I personally think they should have they should have slotted Danny somewhere but else I because think it was like because of Snatch Game because Danny's Snatch Game wasn't as strong as everyone thought it was going to be. This is true. So I think they saw that and were kind of like, mm, let's maybe give Danny a little like a good position, obviously, but like didn't really think about it like that. But I know Danny's hilarious. And I like that you mentioned that because I like us talking about Snatch Game versus a roast because I feel like. In Snatch Game, those who are successful are able to personify a character and almost do, like, character work. Whereas a roast is more like an extension of yourself being shady. You know, because Danny, I will tell you about Danny. Danny is an arsehole. Danny is such an arsehole. (laughs) Yeah. See? No, Danny is, like, instinct, just reflexively, just such a bitch. But, like, every time... Goes for for that low-hanging fruit and is, like, that's your Achilles heel. Just even looking, just hands-free, like, every time, like, Danny just knocks it out of the park. So I think for a roast, based off of the chats we would have had in the whole room with an old camera, would have been, like, Danny needs to close this. Yeah. No, I know. And I thought it was so funny. So the order Black Pepper and Jombers came up with was, like we said, Danny to go first. Mm -hmm. Second was Jombers Blonde. Third, Black Peppa. Fourth, Pixie Polite. And closed it off with Cheddar Gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And Cheddar was feeling fine. No, it's fine. 
It's fine. Tenner's a liar. Tenner is a damn liar. No. I don't want to go last, but I'm fine. I'm fine. No. Tessa <laughs> was seething. I could just see it. Plucked. You know what it is? If you're going to say you're fine, tell your face that. Let's not... Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, let's yes. not lie about it. It's like, no, no, I'm fine. You're clearly not. You're just lying here. Like, yeah. we can just, like, be honest about our emotions and move forward, but you're being silly. Like, that's what it is. They played the music over it as well. The, like, the city little... Oh, like, completely. <laughs> completely. But here's my thing. At least Cheddar was being honest mm. about the situation where it was like, well, I, I requested not to go last, and you put me last. But then John Burst is saying it wasn't calculated. That's where I thought there was a little bit of lying going on. I think they were being calculated. Knowing John Burst, it probably was a little bit calculated. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> right? I feel like it was really oh, interesting to oh, look at them. Just like a tiny yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like... but for our French listeners. Definitely, definitely I... we like each other, but like, it's still a competition. Like... Yeah, no, totally. And at that point, Cheddar was doing so well. Like, they finally said, like, you have four badges. Like, what what can we do? <laughs> like, which is we gotta... tea, though, which is true. It just, like, bit like, you are not in a position to be confident about anything. Like, you're good. Yeah. No, seriously. And it was interesting. At one point, Cheddar was saying she felt like she had a target on her back with the four badges but it's not like you girls eliminate each other it ultimately it's not an all all star season so mm. i thought the comment of like target on her back didn't quite make sense to me because it's not as though you vote each other home not necessarily like a target on their back but i think feeling about having eyes on them maybe right the pressure to yeah, continue kind of like being, being like, that top because it becomes such like when you're in the work because you guys don't have badges do you in canada no no, 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 no. So we just have wins. But the reason we don't have badges is because there's, I guess there's cash prizes associated Gross. to it. Gross. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I think... No, truly, psychology... it's unfair. I wish y'all, I wish y'all made no, money. Is. I wish but, y'all made money. But even like the psychology around the badges, it's so like presentational almost. That's what feels really weird about it. Because to me, like, I always thought like, oh, like if I got a drag and I won the badge, I wouldn't be wearing it. Like I don't care. But... When you're there, they're like, okay, everybody, do you have your badges ready? Da, 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 da. And let's go. And do you know what I mean? So, like, it's the fact that, like, it is shown to your face every day. How do I do this competition? And that, like, is, yeah, really complex mentally. That's actually a really good point. Because, yeah, sometimes the girls win a challenge and it's almost like it can it can flutter away. Mm. New new day, new challenge yes. in the yes. workroom. Whereas if you're wearing it as like a badge, yes. it's like, remember? Remember how you lost? Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> and it's like oh, look, you haven't got any badges. I have blah, 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 blah. And it's like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. Oh, that makes so much sense. Oh my God, I'm loving your perspective on this. It's like, right. it's like getting inside insight. Oh, this is so cool. So we've got mirror chats happening, and I always love this part of the episode because I feel like we kind of get to know the the person, the human behind the makeup, behind the drag queen. And they're feeling the pressure of making a whole room laugh and be entertained. Do you ever feel that pressure on the mic when you host, when you're doing your shows five nights a week? I do not host. I dance and do my number and I go home. I have anxiety. I do not like talking at things. I hate it. <laughs> I, oh my god, well you're slaying on the podcast today. Well, that's because it's just like the two of us. So like, I feel like in terms of a conversation, right. like I can have a conversation with you, we can be funny, we can have a little chit chat because it's a lot less intimidating. But when you're on stage in front of those people and that, and especially where like talking is supposed to be quite natural, you're not really rehearsing what you're saying. You're yeah. supposed to be quite like quick, but where like I have anxiety, my brain like freezes. But if I have a dance routine, I've choreographed that's already set and like prepared, I can just go in 
do that. Do you know what I mean? But like talking on stage is really hard to completely get what they mean by professionalism out. So the improv of life, like it's the improvisation, it's the on the fly, the unprepared that freaks you out. It's, yeah, it's because like obviously like you're on TV and that as well. Like, I feel like my sense of humor is quite like crude. Like I read like I'm that girl that says like the, mm. just, like, the rudest like things. Obviously you can't do that on the BBC on national BBC television. three. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so then it's like. I want to be myself and I want to be funny, but like I have to do that within the parameters of the environment that we're in. But that's also still true to myself. So instead, I'll just uh, 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 and, mm. and just freeze up and not say anything. Right. So do you now BBC aside, like regular shows at the club, you still are like, let me do my number, let me do my thing, yeah, and no. then kind of peace. I think people kind of know that I'm not to go. Like I can do it and I have done it, but um, I feel like in London where like the the scene's so big, like, there are girls that are better at hosting than me. So you all just have, like, an MC or a compact with them, like, who would do that? And then we go and do my dance routines, I'll get really sweaty in my cat suit and look really. Like, <laughs> but I can do it. But I think even, like, now when yeah, I'm yeah. solving the stuff, like, they'll be like, oh, like, talk to the mic for a bit. It's like, I've just done a full dance routine. I'm like, hi, but thank you so much. Girl, I am with you. I am with you. Sometimes you have no... Why would I want to be speaking? You have no oxygen. I always have a joke where I'm just like, one more time, cheap applause while I catch my breath. Please. <laughs> Seriously, gasping for air. No, Absolutely no. gasping. <laughs> but I will say it's one of those skills now that you're a drag race queen, you they want to hear from you after yeah. a number. Like yeah. really want to hear you chat. Because yeah. I've been in I've been in situations where if a girl goes backstage and they don't talk, it's almost it almost feels like they've the audience has been robbed from something. So Right. I know you're gonna have you're gonna have to chat. I mean, They're I gonna can, I can do the Q and A's. Q and A's are really good. Cute. When people that. like, so how was it? I'm like, bitch, chat, chat, chat. But then because it's a conversation. But when they just like, let's talk about talking about what? Like, like. Talk about what? And I'm like, talk about what? So they're just like, thank you guys for supporting me with my mental health. And. So somber, so serious. Yeah, like, what do I do? Like. Oh my god. The okay. Patreon listeners are getting the facial expressions we need, we want, and deserve. The thumbs up for me. It's the thumbs up for me. <laughs> I, I know what you mean. I do know what you mean about that pressure, getting up there on the mic and having to just, you know, sell it to a whole room. Mm. A past life of mine, like, I was like a corporate apparel designer, and there's what been times... You? where I'm so used to just like selling selling these concepts to rooms of people who for for their reasons for their jobs they kind of want to pick it apart they want to mm. they want to kind of test you so those improv skills over the years have gotten me comfortable with working on the fly but it's 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 terrifying it's tightrope walking right you're just yeah. like what am i going to say what am i going to do so I empathize with the fact because it was Pixie, I believe, who during the yeah. mirror chats was really feeling feeling that uh, that concern, and uh, we see we see how it goes. Do we want to take a quick little break and then get onto the main stage, baby? Go on. Okay, cute. We'll be right back, SQ Cuties. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
If you might be feeling depressed, stressed, anxious, or overwhelmed, BetterHelp is here to help. And coming from somebody who's had a panic attack on national television, (laughs) BetterHelp helps. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. Talk to your therapist in a private online environment at your convenience. There is a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000 plus therapist network that gives you access to help that may not be available in your area. You just fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with the therapist in under 48 hours. Then you schedule a secure video and phone session. Plus, you can exchange unlimited messages, and everything you share is completely confidential. During the pandemic, I had lost my job, and I was feeling really overwhelmed. And Rebecca at BetterHelp was able to actually help me target areas in my life that needed attention and where I needed to work on things and it actually inspired me to audition for Canada's Drag Race. And if you don't have a legend like Rebecca, you can request a new therapist at no additional charge anytime. Join the two million plus people who've taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. Special offer to semi-qualified Queens listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash SQQ. That's betterhelp.com slash SQQ. The special URL code will be in the show notes. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. That is Baby's new single, Theater. I am obsessed i am obsessed i hit play and from the jump i was like this is an earworm this is gonna get hooked in my head holy shit we've got the episode to talk about but i want to talk about that single for a second break down the process of creating theater for me okay so um that was right when i came back from performing drag race so lots of feelings lots of angst and lots of just like so i'm listening to so much like um, like drum and bass, I love like the prodigy, and that'd be like English, like very British, like electronic music, that kind of like, underground kind of vibe. So it'd be like angsty and very hard. So kind of went studio and was kind of like, oh, I've been listening to this, like I like that drum pattern, like let's have a play with some stuff. We kind of got to lyrics, and I was like, what do you want to like scream about? I'm like, oh, like I kind of want to shout everybody, I don't know what I'm talking about, but like, how are you feeling? I'm just like, fucking drag race was fucking hard and just really just like yeah. bobs me out. And then like, I think where I was like, filming it and not feeling great but then it's like getting into a looking doing one way that didn't feel like it like obviously the chorus is like throw it out of my clothes and i don't wanna and it's just like mm-hmm. feeling that angst and it's like kind of like releasing that energy of like accepting that like i had to give into like the theater in order to like possess myself i'm obsessed right. i could i could feel i could feel that emotion in the track and it's i think it's so cool to turn your experiences into art i think that's how as artists we actually metabolize trauma like we actually get through it and it's not only like 
it's not only poetic, it's just so fresh for a sound coming from a drag queen. Thank like, you. I feel like this is this is real pop music. That's like, this is real. It's what I really wanted. I'm yeah. so just like, there's been so many like housey bit tracks. And don't we were on like bit tracks are such a big part of queer culture. Like I'm never gonna shit on it. But for me and what I wanna do, I really wanted to have something that was very fresh and very individual and very reflective of like my experience and stuff. Cause it has all like the British like underground stuff, but also like I love Charlie X. We have like a little hyper pop like chorus bit, and then like there's like a rap section because I love like UK grime music because I grew up in like the hood. Yeah. Like there's so many like, different parts yeah. like orchestras because I was in choir at school and stuff. Like I just love that it just shows all the way like influences. It's really cute. I'm happy with it. I'm glad people like it. Yeah, it's all the elements of Baby SQQD's stream theater. It's out now. It is everywhere where you get music. Yeah. Bam. <laughs> all right. Let's keep let's keep reviewing recapping. We're mm-hmm. on the main stage. We've got RuPaul coming out looking lovely in an off the shoulder red sequin. We've got Michelle Allen and our guest cutie patootie for the week, Ollie Alexander. Mm-hmm. Okay, did you listen to Years and Years? I do sometimes. Or you know what it is? I I love Ollie. I think Ollie is a cutie pie. Ollie's really sweet. What is because I have some friends that um work. With them, like they, they were on his tour with him, like um, opening. So like, I've got to like go to the show and that, and like, I forget how many hits they've had because they've been around for years. So I think their first single was like another one over here. They've like been around for ages. And kind of going to concert, I was like, oh my god, like, I know all of these songs. I didn't even realize that like, they they're about. Oh, they're huge. Mm. He's got such a cool sound, and what a talented actor. I loved seeing yes. him on the panel. You guys had such. You've had such great guest judges the whole season. Oh, yeah. I think that's amazing, that's how the Brits do it, right? Like, there's just so many of you that, like, it it makes sense. I'm like, of course you can easily find, like, the coolest guest judges in the world. So it's like, I don't know, that's one that's one thing about Canada's drag race where I'm like, okay, the celebs could be, like, a little more... Oh, it's cool, it's cool. I, I mean, like, Canada's not really known for their... Cel- I mean, unless it's Ryan Reynolds. Is he Canadian? <laughs> Celine Dion. <laughs> Someone, I don't know, somebody. Drake. Drake, I know. Oh my God, can we imagine? <laughs> Hi, SQ Cuties. It's Cynthia from the future. Okay, so I'm currently editing the episode right now as we speak. And when we started to dive into the maxi challenge and the runways, baby's audio cut out for like 15 minutes. We thought we were recording and that was not the truth. (laughs) So we lost our audio, which I'm super bummed about. Um, So we're just going to have to cut forward to what we think of the runways overall and the episode at large. But I want to thank Baby for coming on Semi-Qualified Queens one more time. Look what happens when Cynthia's Cynthia's running the ship solo. Apparently, (laughs) we can't can't even keep our audio. So thank you, listeners. So sorry for the switch up. And yeah, let's get back to the episode. That was a moment. Who was your favorite look? Fashion-wise? Oh, I, I've... Probably Pepper. I was going to say, I was, think I, it's I, I was literally, I was literally going to buy that top first. That's what it is, my taste. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that's what I wanted to do. <laughs> yeah, basically, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little biased because that's literally what I tried to do. <laughs> no, I think... I feel like... Um, and sometimes this is, this is what Cheddar represents in the season is... Um, is a well-researched, almost like coming from it, like almost from a historic perspective yeah. of like punk, but then Black mm. Peppa is there to to do the future of punk. Like I feel yeah. like she's the next thing to walk down the runway. Those, yeah, I've never no, I, seen those shoulders. That's how I feel about those two. 
because those two exist very much in the same realm of drag and it, 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 yeah. you are right like Chen is very much influenced by the past and Pepper's looking to the future but it's in the same timeline yes because I think yeah. sometimes Cheddar by being referential and so researched it can feel nouveau like it can feel fresh and sometimes mm. it's an experimented silhouette or it's a makeup it, it, she always will push it somewhere just with this week I, I have to give it to Black Peppa if I was not yeah. expecting it like I kind of was expecting someone to rock the leather look kind of the way Cheddar did but I, I mm. the, the shoulders they got me they got me yeah they yeah. got me at the shoulders um and so of course we are reunited with our cast this was actually a bit of a reunion and knowing that I was having you on the episode I was so curious to know baby and let me know if this is NDA sensitive were you asked to be part of this episode yeah, I was asked. Okay, cool. And I said that. Um, and you were like, I don't, like, I'm not going to do it. Um, yeah, no doubt. They wanted us, like, back in the hotel again, my phone and shit. And, like, mm. and, like we were filming in a short space of time. So by the time they wanted to come back, I was still, like, unable to leave my house and I couldn't my panic attack. Like, I, I just, see. like, couldn't go to the shop. Like, it's nothing. Like, yeah. Immediately. But they were like, should I come back and go on TV? I was like, fuck you lot. But like, no, I just stay in my house. <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, why are you even, like, I was just like, why are you even asking me? But they were, they were very respectful about it. And they were like, no, like, we don't want you to be here. We're not going to be happy. But yeah, like, just let me do my thing. So, um, yeah, no, like, that wasn't reality right now. Well, thank you. I appreciate you being so honest. That that actually thank is you. very cool of you. Um, but, and, I, and I also like that they did ask. There was a part of me yeah. that was worried that it wasn't offered. No, but it, no, no, if no, you think of the if you do think of the timing, it would have only been a matter of like days a couple, slash a couple weeks, a, couple weeks, a week literally. or two. Yeah, yeah, like from okay, so that's still so raw. You're like it was yeah, it was very fresh. Because like, I think when I came back, I felt relieved, and then it kind of settled, and I was just like, yes. oh my god, what did I do? And then like my house was like the only safe place for yes. me. <laughs> so yeah. Like, do you want to go like back outside of London to this place that like, just traumatized a couple of weeks ago? I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. So I totally respect that. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. And that makes sense. Cool. That completely makes sense. But I'm, I am again. I'm glad they did ask. Yeah. Um. So our winner of the week is no other than Danny Beard. Applause, applause, applause. Daniel Absolutely Beard. smashed it. Daniel mm. Beard. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. And our bottom two of the week are Black Peppa and Pixie Polite. Yeah. I mean, I did kind of see it coming. What did we think of the lip sync? Uh, it was okay. I don't know. I don't know. I think... I felt bad. It, I felt like Pixie was getting caught in her costume a little bit. Like she did trip over her sash at one point. That's what I mean. It was just, it just, some of it felt a little bit clumsy. But I don't know, when, when you're in looks like that, like with the yeah. shoulders, it's just like, like you're going to stab yourself in the head. Like what, like, it just yeah. felt a bit crazy. But like, Pepper did do their thing, obviously. But Pepper would do their thing. But um, yeah. yeah. I've seen Pepper eat out better than that. But like, fine. I feel like she it. would almost, she almost was like, that was like her fourth lip sync this season, right? Like she's been doing it. Yeah. Like it does get to a point where after you lip sync so many times, it's like, okay, what else can I surprise the judges with? What else can, how else can I push it? But I got to give it to her. She still wasn't giving up. Like she was, you could, no. you could see the fight and you could see the fight in both their eyes. It's not like I yeah. wanted to go home, but no, I do no. feel like 
something in Pixie's performance lacked that um, that energy that was like, I dare you to send me home. Whereas Black Peppa, she 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 delivers. She just does. Yes. The Black yeah. Peppa's thing that I, was, I mean, I think, I think, okay, so here's the thing is. So Pixie is a comedy queen. Obviously, when they perform live, they are doing live vocals and stuff. They don't really lip sync like that. Whereas Peppa is a lip syncer. So obviously, if on Drag Race, the minimum requirement of Drag Race is that you're able to do a lip sync to get in the one yeah. to do. If yeah. the last thing you can do to save yourself is the thing that you never do or mm-hmm. the thing that you get paid to do like multiple times a week. like I didn't know that actually about Pixie. So she's more of a live vocal. Yeah, she has a really lovely voice actually. She does... Um, What's that? So, um, let's go, girls. Going out tonight. What, what oh my god, Shania Twain. Yes, she no, she sings out of that. She does that so good. I just want to do it. Oh, I love it's that. So good. Oh, yeah, I just no, gotta come to Canada. It. The Canadians will live for to. Shania Twain. No, she has like a little like like tall costumes and stuff, and she's like, let's go, and it's just so cap. I just love that. It's, it's so good. It's so good. Do 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 do. Oh my god, I didn't know that. Oh my god, yeah. if I ever run into Pixie, I'm gonna make her perform. Man, I feel like yeah. a woman. Yeah. Oh. So I see what you're saying. It's it's not really her repertoire as a performer, and unfortunately, it was Pixie Polite who had to sashay away. Yeah. Yes. What an episode. We we literally have only one more this season. Who who are you? Who are you? your pick to take the season, take the crown? Oh. Because I'm divided. Um, I'm, okay, for me, in terms of track record and stuff, Obby is between Shadow and Danny. But um, it just, for me, it just comes down to what direction production and the franchise will go with their winner, because I feel like it's very significant what type of drag queen gets the crown. It's really symbolic to me. So I think... Yes where Cheddar is so creative and so intelligent and just so like, amazing in, in that context, I think Cheddar winning will be quite like a new age of more intellectualised drag and kind of encouraging that slightly more alternative approach to drag. Whereas like, if you're picking Danny to win, that is very much like reinforcing the traditional British drag. Obviously with Danny's flair in it and Danny is amazing at what they do, but I think it yeah. harkens more to what is expected of drag queens already. Whereas like, Cheddar's a bit more forward thinking in my opinion yeah it would push the needle in a way yes cool so are we is that is that is cheddar gorgeous getting the baby yes yeah it's not i I feel so bad because i do love daddy and daddy is amazing and has crushed it this season but i think in terms of culturally what we need i feel like cheddar is kind of the queen that we need right now in my opinion Mm -hmm. opinion? <laughs> in my opinion, in in this season, I feel like um, Cheddar Gorgeous. Every chance she gets, whether it's a design, a comedy challenge, I feel like I'm learning something about British queer culture. Every time, like, she just has such a knowledge and such a depth. She's an encyclopedia. So for mm. me, there is um, there's something to be said about making that entertaining watchable like it never felt like a history lesson and yet i walked away from this season knowing so much about british queer culture so there's a world where like i want to give cheddar her you know her credit where it's due Mm. and then i'm i i'm with you danny beard has been slaying as well i am really torn i don't know because there's times like something about the roast this week i was like 
oh, Danny. It's like, I'm, <sighs> I'm a parrot. I'm like my ADHD brain. It's like the latest episode. I'm like, they're the winner. And then, and then they're the winner. I mean, girl, I really thought you, I, I thought you were going to be in the finale. Like literally if when you came on the screen, I was like, I fucking love baby. Like you know there is a world where this season did not shape out the way I thought it was going to. Like truly. To me, I feel like it just worked out better for me if everybody believes that I was going to be in the top three. That just makes me look really good. So I will do right? that. Right? Keep them wanting more. Look, like, people, even people see me shit and they're like, they're like, you were supposed to be top three. And like, if everybody feels that about me, then that means like I've represented my talent accurately. And I've represented my talent so well that I can walk out halfway through the fucking season and people can still think that, that I should have been yeah. so free. No, I totally. Because you, you only were in X amount of episodes, but to shine so bright in those episodes is a reflection of your talent. And even having you on the podcast today, you're so gorgeous. You're so funny. I have to ask, if there ever was a world where they they offered a, a spot back on another season, whether it be Drag Race UK or an All Stars situation, what would baby? What would you say? Uh, um, <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> um, I would never say never. Right. Um, however, I do not feel like. An all stars is supposed to be part of my journey. Um, I do mm. not feel like Drag Race is really for me. Obviously, I'm grateful for the platform. Obviously, I'm now able to do really cool stuff and whatever. But like yeah. that part of my journey, yes. But um, I don't feel like I'm meant to shine on Drag Race. I don't feel like Drag Race drag is. I'm actually hearing a hoodie in the beginning right now. But I don't feel like that. What I'm supposed to be doing, like yeah, no, I don't really think. I don't. I never know. Like my change, but right now, a bit like now, the best focus on is if I want to go be cool and artsy and I'm in like a short film and I want to go and like be like getting my indie bag and be, be like the thing or whatever. I want to go do that and um, yeah for the moment though. Cool no I respect that I think yeah. one thing I've I've watched from you is self-awareness and again it's the boundaries where it's like you know yourself when in doubt know thyself and so mm-hmm. I think that's a very cool answer. Well, baby, I want to thank you from the bottom of my Canadian heart for coming on to Semi-Qualified Queens today. You are so lovely. absolutely gorgeous. Thank you. Oh, so fun. No, you're so lovely. I've genuinely enjoyed speaking to you so much. Thank you so much. Oh, totally. And remind the kitties, where can they find you? Where, what's coming out next? Where can they stream everything? One final uh, pitch of your, a plug, a plug of your stuff. A plug. So, hi, it's Baby from UK4 of Drag Race. <laughs> and you can find me on what Instagram and TikTok at bby.lvm, Twitter, bby underscore LVM. And you can just find my single theatre on all good streaming platforms. And you should listen to it because it's really good and I like it. And I spent some time on it. Oh, it's iconic. Seriously, I'm going to be blasting it all tonight as I go out. It's like going to be my Friday night banger. Again, baby, you're such a star and we love you for co-hosting this episode. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. All right, SQ Cuties, that wraps this week's episode. We've got one more episode of Drag Race UK Season 4. And who do we think the winner's going to be? Call in, message in, follow us at Semi-Qualified Queens Pod, on Twitter at SQQPod, hashtag Semi-Qualified Queens Questions. And we want to hear from you. Still, we want to hear your beautiful voices on this podcast. Record in at www.speakpipe.com slash SQQPOD. All right, until next week, lovers. Talk soon.
Mouah.